Super Talk Mississippi media production. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, welcome to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi because as you hear me say every single week, we're the capital of the outdoors in America. You may find certain aspects that are better than Mississippi, but when you add it all together, the Mississippi Delta, the Northeast Hills, what's happening in the middle of this great state, and of course on the coast, the coast, uh, you know, backwater and offshore fishing, when you put it all together, there's no better place to enjoy the outdoors than, than Mississippi. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network. Or on Ceasefire, uh, excuse me, Super Talk TV at Ceasefire TV. But if you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast, it is June the 20th, uh, 2022. I hope you're having a great hot Monday. Man, it is hot outside. Be careful. Uh, for sure, be careful if you're outside. Uh, it's going to be a hot week in Mississippi on the coast. It's forecast to be over 100 degrees Thursday. But at my place in the Mississippi Delta, and for those of you who were there, you know this, starting Wednesday, it is forecast to be 100 degrees for five straight days. And then, of course, if you add the uh, heat index factors into that, you know, we're talking about considerably hotter than that. So uh, it's hot. I, I noticed uh, there were a few jokes on the Internet that I wanted to share with you. One said, it's so hot, I saw a bird pull a worm out of the ground with an oven mitt. <laughs> Someone else said that chickens are laying hard-boiled eggs. Uh, fire ants are, are really on fire. They're actually on fire. It's so hard out, hot outside that cows are, are given evaporated milk. That's hot. And you know, it was another hot weekend here in coastal Mississippi. I had my granddaughter Mila's th- third birthday here at our house. We had a it was a party outside, and I have to be honest with you, I don't remember. Uh, feeling heat quite like that before. It was it was really incredible. I mentioned last week that my son Jordan and I put out some crab traps over the weekend about a week ago, and we've been picking the crabs up and rebaiting the crab traps over the you know during the week. And uh, you know I have to tell you I don't remember ever catching so many large crabs. I mean they were really big, and the meat inside them was super thick and had this kind of a sweet uh, taste to them. You've heard me talk about my friend Mark uh, Creech before. I nicknamed him MacGyver many years ago. Uh, He can fix or he can cook anything. But his crab bowling recipe is one of the best I have ever ever tasted. We've used it for years. It's a a never-fail recipe. Uh, We, we in fact, uh, posted about the... uh, the little Matthews crab ball on the on the Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page. So go there and take a look at life on Biloxi's Back Bay. And while you're there, like our page. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, we have a great show today. We're going to be visiting with uh, Todd Akins, who's Vice President of Government Affairs from the Sportsman's Alliance. And we're going to talk about some new um, some new policy changes that are going to affect the, the use of lead outdoors, and we'll talk about that in just a second. And the second uh, part of the show, we're going to have Mike Stepp, who's a park administrator for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He, he is currently at the Paul B. Johnson State Park, somewhere I spent a lot of my time growing up. I look forward to catching up with Mike here shortly. Uh, so without any further ado, let's move over to my friend Todd Aitkins and just say, first of all, how you doing, my friend? Ricky, it's great to see you. It's really good. Hey, so, so we're going to talk about some of these policy changes here in just a second, but it, and I also I want to give people an understanding of what the Sportsman's Alliance is. But you've you've literally made a career working in this this sort of important area of uh, sportsmen's rights and just in, you know in keeping our ability to enjoy the outdoors. Where did that love come from? 
Well, you know, it's one of those things. Maybe it's a bit of a mystery, but I grew up in a, in a very rural area. Uh, I kindly refer to myself as a redneck because I grew up hunting, fishing, and trapping and farming. Um, and, yeah, my neck was sunburned all the time. Uh, people always say, well, you, you know, you're not, but you get my point. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. And I always had a, a shotgun, 22 rifle, fishing pole, set of traps with me. Um, it, and it just has always been uh, the second love of my life at the end of the day. Just something I've always had a deep and abiding passion for. And once I kind of got interested in politics, I said, well, I know who I want to protect. I'm going to be real personal about this. I want to protect me and my friends and my family and what we do and what we care about. So at the end of the day, it's just always been with me. Um, I have worked a little bit outside the arena, if you will, but not for very long. I keep coming back to work in the political arena on behalf of folks who hunt, folks who fish, and folks who trap. Um, again, protecting me and mine, if you will. Yeah, so where where is it in the middle of nowhere? Well, for me, that was southwest Michigan, a uh, rural area of southwest Michigan, farming community in southwest Michigan. But since, you know, when I turned 18, I actually moved to Maryland's eastern shore to become a waterfowl guide. Uh, waterfowling has always been kind of number one for me. And that was just a dream I had from reading whatever, Field and Stream, Sports of Field, about Maryland's great eastern shore. And I said, I can't believe it. You can get a job hunting. I got to do this. Um, so since that time, I've lived all over this great country, including the Deep South. I probably have favored the Deep South. My uh, my son and my grandchildren continue to live in Memphis. Um, so I've spent a lot of time down there and, and probably, as you said, have appreciated the vast abundance for somebody like me of opportunities down there more than any other. They're truly um, we often take our, our backyard for granted, uh, but I know a lot of people in Mississippi don't because they know what they have. It truly is remarkable, uh, the hunting, fishing, outdoor community generally in that, in that state. So I've enjoyed living in the South probably more than any other place. Yeah, it is a it is a special place, and I've I've been fortunate throughout my life to have had the opportunity to travel all over the United States and kind of take it all in. And uh, you know, boy, I mean, it's a beautiful country. There's so many so many diverse opportunities to enjoy the outdoors. Um, but you know, when you come home, I never have taken uh, it for granted what we have here in Mississippi. I just I've always soaked it up, and I owe that to my father, and my grandfathers. You know they. You know, everybody's got a story of where they got the outdoors from. And if they didn't get it from their fathers or their grandfathers, they got it from a friend or someone. And once they got hooked, even if they were hooked as an adult, they stay hooked. You and I chatted a little bit actually about that during during the uh, time we were off the air. It, you know, the outdoors is literally the ultimate neutralizer, isn't it? it truly, you know, it's, it's remarkable as, you know, as much as I've worked in politics, I've obviously, as all of us have, we've seen that in the public square in recent years. It's gotten extremely divided, right? Well, when it comes to the, the traditions that we all embrace, there's much, much less of that, thankfully, that this is a place, the outdoors, you know, you're on the back of a boat, you're sitting in a duck blind, whatever it is, right? You're just at the, the local store talking about a big buck you saw and, and you know, in a, in a given field or whatever. It truly is a place where the barriers, the political barriers that separate us on so many issues can be not still knocked down to a great degree. And, you know, it is my great concern going forward, right, that we, we just keep it that way, that, that we understand this is a place for all of us to get together and all of us have the common ground of this great enjoyment we have, you know, uh, engaging in these traditions that mean so much to all of us. And it's frankly, it's why I can get up every single morning because I understand when we look across our landscape, the, the, the abundant fish and wildlife resources we have. Well, are largely due to our community and, and hunters and anglers, um, uh, 
kicking in every step of the way and being the backbone. And it's not just that we're attached to these activities. We understand how fish and wildlife management is supposed to work and how it has worked for us. So I I hope that it it remains among the last places where we can kind of join together for the common good, irrespective of, of the political team of the day, right? No, no doubt. It's unfortunate we live in a place in our, you know, in our country's history where the polarizing ends too often describe or determine what the debate's going to be. And then you add into that social media that uses advanced artificial intelligence to determine what's in our news feeds. And, and unfortunately, it makes it appear that everyone in our news feeds agrees with us. And that, that, that obviously adds to the, to the vision in, in a lot of ways. It's, a uh, it's a it's a strange place we find ourselves in, but but at the end of the day, most of America is somewhere in the middle, and that's that's a good thing. Coming back to Mississippi, though, I tell you, when we we just passed the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund this year, the Mississippi Legislature, and I had I had lunch last week with uh, the, the uh, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, and you know he's super excited about it. I, in my conversations with the Speaker of the House, he's super excited about it, about fully funding that for subsequent years in the $20 million range and then the, the opportunity to match that with significant federal funds. Um, watching that take place, watching that legislation take, take place and seeing so many people across the, the political spectrum come together for the good of Mississippi, it was something to behold. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Todd Aikens and talk about some issues that have, that have come up as it relates to the use. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Summertime is Canon time. Looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle? This is Dave Logan, Canon Nissan of Jackson. Right now, we have a really large selection of pre-owned vehicles with more on the way. When the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, bagged and bulk soils, everything for your outdoor living. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Calloway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Calloway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for indoors and outdoors? Bring your truck or trailer. Calloway's has bulk soils for pickup. Pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is. Callaway's is. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. 
leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We're having a terrific conversation with my friend Todd Aikens, who's with the Sportsman's Alliance. He's the Vice President of Governmental Affairs. He does a lot of these conversations these days. They are super, super passionate about the about the outdoors and the role that sportsmen play to help preserve and conserve the outdoors. And anytime there's a threat to that, you're going to see organizations like the Sportsman's Alliance uh, come to the forefront and do what they can to kind of make sure we have the, 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 you know, that we preserve our rights as, as outdoorsmen, hunting, fishing, trapping, whatever that might be. Okay, so Todd, coming back to you, tell me about the Sportsman's Alliance. Sure. So we're an organization, and I'm going to keep it real simple. Like the legal technicalities don't really matter to people. Here's our mission. Our mission, we were formed in 1977 to fight the antis. And by the antis, I mean the anti-hunting groups like Humane Society of the United States and others who really just want to end us. And, and we know that. We know this, right? And we know that at the end of the day, year after year, they continue to seek leverage by passing laws at both the national and state levels to do various and sundry things with one goal in mind. That goal is simple and all hunting. So the Sportsman's Alliance was put together after a ballot initiative had been qualified in the state of Ohio to end all trapping. Um, and trapping is among the issues we continue to fight for today. And we often will come to a state where the antis have promoted or published or gathering signatures on a ballot initiative. It's not a problem that Mississippi has to worry about, but in a lot of other states in this country, especially on the east and west coasts, they come into the state to pass a ballot initiative to ban X, Y, or Z. Again, with the overall goal to end all hunting. And on that point, one thing I would like to share, because I had the great fortune of working on behalf of gun owners in the state of Mississippi. It was a, just a fantastic time to work politics on that issue in the state. So I developed a lot of strong relationships. And I've lived in states where I don't have to worry about it as much as other states. And Mississippi, yes, is one of those states, and we can be very thankful for that. But 30 years ago, I was standing in Washington state and was scolded by a hunter in the room. Todd, this is Washington. We don't have to worry about that stuff here. Well, if anybody knows anything about Washington these days, they will immediately recognize Washington has become a real problem. So my point is, we all have to remain ever vigilant and careful and understand that Humane Society and the other anti-hunting groups, they want it all. Whatever the issue is, we have to be vigilant, stand together, and not say, oh, we're good here, or I'm good here. They're coming after some other issue. They're not coming after me. They're not coming after deer hunters or turkey hunters or whatever it is, right? Standing together is how we protect ourselves going forward, right? So that's what Sportsman's Alliance does, is we see a problem either in the Congress or somewhere in the states, and we head out there to fight the antis. Our mission statement is much longer than that, but like I said, I'll boil it down to just that. We fight. And like I said, for me, that means getting up every single day and fighting for me and the things I care about. So... <laughs> You know, we've seen we've seen from the Obama administration to the Trump administration and back to the Biden administration this ever-changing philosophies as it relates to the outdoors and sportsmen. And of course, the issue of lead is just, I mean it's one of many important issues that are on the on the table currently. But why don't you frame the issue as it relates to lead today? And the fact that they're not really quoting any science related to it, but yeah. but but still have this determination to do something that is negative to sportsmen. Talk to me about that issue. Right. A couple details just to get them on the table so we understand where this came from. Last week, the Fish and Wildlife Service under the uh, the Biden administration issued 
a phase in of a lead ban, the beginnings, the front edge of a phase in of a lead ban on national wildlife refuges, hunting, fishing on national wildlife refuges. So that means if you're hunting, that would be non-toxic shot and or rifle cartridges, right, bullets. And if you're fishing, that means sinkers and everything else, no lead. Well, you have to look at the grand picture because this rule in and of itself talks about the future, talks about a phase-in on these properties, not those properties. But when you put it in the grand context, you begin to understand that the Center for Biological Diversity, right? This is one of the premier these days. I hate to use that word, but the top anti-hunting environmental extremist organizations has been seeking to ban lead use on public lands from the get-go, and they file suit. So after the Trump administration had expanded hunting and fishing opportunities in 2020 on a host of refuges, CBD, the Center for Biological Diversity, actually filed suit. The main center of that lawsuit was the use of lead in ammunition and fishing tackle. Okay? All right. So they file suit. The Fish and Wildlife Service actually agrees to enter into settlement negotiations with them about that just this past February, leaving us out in the dark. What's happening here that we weren't consulted? Nobody was consulted. They were just going to talk about whether what they were going to do about this lawsuit. We know that CBD wants to ban all lead, right? What is their grand purpose? To end all hunting, right? This doesn't have anything to do with the environment, doesn't have anything to do with wildlife. The object is to end all hunting. So then last week, when we see the Biden administration come forward with a new rule, which is kind of a step in CBD's direction to ban lead at some future date, 2026, in ammunition and tackle, we know, we know the jig is up. We know what's going on here. And we can't ever forget that under the Obama administration, in fact, the last day of the Obama administration, the current director at that time of Fish and Wildlife Service banned lead on national wildlife refuges, just as a, a, basically like an executive order. It's banned, can't use it, hunting and fishing, no longer. And what you said is so critical here. This rule that Fish and Wildlife Service issued last week contains no scientific data, no reference to specific studies that show lead ammo or lead fishing tackle poses a significant risk to wildlife populations. It's almost like they just take it as a given. Lead is toxic and thereby it's a problem. Well, that a basic tenet of effective fish and wildlife management is science leads the decision making based on population level dynamics. None of that in this rule. So when you step back to 30,000 feet and think about this, it all comes clearly in focus. CBD wants lead gone. They want hunting gone, right? They want sportsmen gone from the landscape. And we see this rulemaking from last week as just another piece in that grand scheme coming together. Todd, what can we do about it? Well, thankfully, in a way, that this was a federal rulemaking, we call it. And everybody and anybody can put together comments about this proposed rulemaking. It's not a technical rulemaking. As I said, there's no scientific formulas in it. They just state on these refuges, we're going to have a phase out of lead ammunition and tackle. And they can go to our website, and if they're members of other organizations like Shooting Sports Foundation, Safari Club, they've posted on their websites too. Go to our website, sportsmans, that's with an E, sportsmansalliance.org, and we've got a post about this with directions about how you can comment. You can also reach out to your elected officials at the national level and say, hey, Congressman, hey, U.S. Senator, this is not cool. Fish and Wildlife Service is just running roughshod over sportsmen. And again, we're not saying that we disagree with the scientific method. We're saying you have to provide the scientific method when you make a decision that's this drastic in scope. Because we know everybody out there who shoots, hunts, buys ammo for any reason, 
wow, it's sky high. And it's been sky high for a while now. Well, let's add then a lead ban on top of that. And everybody has to convert over to non-toxic type materials. That's going to mean more expense, more shortages, etc. You have to show us the science of that necessity for Americans, hunters and shooters to go through that. We accept science, right? That's what Fish and Wildlife Management is all about. We understand it. But you can't just do something because it's on your wish list without providing evidence that it's necessary. Todd, it's going to be interesting. The the thing about changing from one administration to the other, from Democrats to Republicans and back to, to Democrats, is that we may be in a cycle where we're constantly going through putting these these policies in place and then taking them away again and so on and so on. But listen, I'll have you back again. I've enjoyed really getting to know you. Uh, the Sportsman's Alliance is doing incredibly important work. we got to stay focused on not letting the drip, drip, drip happen because that's what leads to total bans. Yeah. But anyway, for now, it's been a pleasure to, to spend some time with you, Todd. Thank you, Ricky. I appreciate you. You bet. You bet. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation. We'll see you after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 73. Your Tuesday, sunny skies and hot, high all the way to 98. And for your Wednesday, most of the same, sunny skies with a heat wave, high near 98. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. I'm Larry Rowlett, former Secret Service Special Agent in charge of the President Ronald Reagan Protective Division. I have purchased Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. I'm inviting you and your family to consider membership in Boondocks FTA. All levels of training for families and individuals are available. We are committed to our effort to keep you and your family safe from gun violence. Support our efforts. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit us at boondocksfta.com. Michael Cassidy has proposed a lot of new federal spending. Cassidy wants to force a government-run health care system on all citizens, regardless of age. That's the same Medicare for All proposal being promoted by radical liberals like Bernie Sanders and AOC. Cassidy's proposal would cost taxpayers $48 trillion, eliminating your health insurance and bankrupting the current Medicare program. It's radical, irresponsible, and there's nothing conservative about that. Because there's nothing conservative about Michael Cassidy. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports. Brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Now ain't troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The cost of groceries is on the rise, and it's going to impact that summer barbecue. Fox's Peter Ducey has more. Compared to this time last year, pork is up 13%, chicken up 17%, olives, pickles, relishes up 11.9%, spices, seasonings, condiments and sauces up 10 bread up 11 cheese up 8 
potatoes up 8.6. And remember, less than a year ago, officials here at the White House were celebrating that the cost of a barbecue for a family of four was down all of 16 cents for everything. But times change. The Federal Reserve is hiking interest rates in an attempt to stabilize inflation in the long term. They say their goal is not to trigger a recession, but analysts are predicting a downturn in the economy. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. We've got the hottest talk all summer long. Super Talk Mississippi. Live, live and on demand with the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. On Super Talk Mississippi. It's Kudzu Walls and Fall Football. A Gulf Coast sunset. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors as we listen to my friend Steve Azar's One Mississippi, which incidentally was signed into law as the new state song last week in this big ceremony in Jackson with the governor and lieutenant governor and speaker of the house and a lot of steve's family i was i was so proud of steve but i'm really proud for a mississippi we needed to turn the uh sort of turn the page from that old song that was not appropriate for mississippi any longer steve's new song one mississippi is the ultimate song if you haven't really heard the whole thing go to youtube and look up steve azar one mississippi watch the full video i think you'll be glad you did but it's a great song that covers every corner of mississippi I also enjoyed that conversation about the Sportsman's Alliance. We need organizations like that that are standing up for sportsmen across the United States. And we'll have Todd back on and continue the conversation in the near future. Okay, so now let's uh, shift gears and move over to my friend Mike Stett, who's the park, a park administrator for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, he's at the, actually at the Paul B. Johnson State Park and in Hattiesburg and man I spent half my life there growing up that was a, a super special place but without any further ado how you doing my friend having a good day working hard as usual I bet you know look we're going to talk you've been to a lot of state parks in Mississippi and we're we're lucky in that we have so many incredible state parks across this state and a lot of effort actually this year by the legislature to continue to kind of step up the opportunity they have to invest in our state parks which I think you know we can't invest enough because it's really this this incredible crown jewel we have here as far as enjoying the outdoors but it's hot outside isn't it you having to deal with that with your people and the people who visit there yes sir it was, uh, but it's nice to be able to get into the water and enjoy the lake and boating and that kind of thing so it helps to have a nice lake at your state park well look growing up my family had an rv we always had an rv and i i think my father's favorite place to go was Paul B. Johnson State Park, so we we'd go up there, especially in the summers, and and we would uh, we'd have the the RV there. It gave him a chance to kind of drive back and forth, while the family kind of enjoyed time there during the day, so he could also work. But you know, it hasn't changed a whole lot over all these years. That's what's so cool about it. I can go drive through there today, and have memories of what was going on there 
you know, 40, 50 years ago. That's one of the draws of that, the, the family traditions that are connected to Paul B. Johnson State Park, or really any state park in Mississippi for that matter. Yes, sir. There's a lot of families that just return religiously uh, for vacations and family outings, family reunions. It's a it's a great place to come to. Really, all the state parks share that in common because everybody's got a following of people that go to that particular park or that particular destination. And so it's always nice to have new people come in also. Tell me about how did you, you know, I see that you've been and we'll give people an idea of where some of those state parks are. You've been you've been a been in a really unique position now that you're at Paul B. Johnson State Park. Looking back, you have a good perspective on other parks across the state of Mississippi. Where did your love of this this line of work come from? Uh, I grew up in Sardis, Mississippi, which was next to John Kyle State Park. I started there in 1986 and um, just really loved it. I loved the atmosphere, loved the people. I started out mowing grass and weed eating, painting buildings, and just worked my way up the ladder through the years of moving from one position to another. And it's just, it's been a great career and a great time. So you look, okay, so George P. Uh, Corser State Park, John Kyle State Park, you mentioned Buccaneer, LaFleur's Bluff, Wall Doxy, Shepherd State. And you, the last five years, you've been there at Paul B. Johnson State Park. You have a cool perspective. We're, we're lucky to have so many great state parks in, in the state, aren't we? Yes, sir. It's a good, it's a good state. I, I travel a lot, and I like to see other state parks and Mississippi, and I think we do a really good job of keeping things up and keeping things going to attract customers and people. It's a really good time. Do you have a favorite among all of those? I have multiple favorites. I, I like to visit um, Tishomingo. Trey State Park is just great. It's peaceful at Trey State Park. Buccaneers probably my my passion. I, I like the, the the South. I've stayed in the South for longer than anywhere else. Uh, I lived at Gautier, Waveland, and here in uh, Poppy Johnson. Uh, these are some great areas to be in and. I like um, Clarko State Park. Uh, it's nice and iconic there with the old CCC camps and stuff. Uh, there's many state parks, and all of them have a big diversity of, of range of what's there. Um, Buccaneer State Park. When I think about Buccaneer State Park, and uh, as a child, w- w- went there many times. When you think about the hurricanes that have hit and all the other challenges the Buccaneers had over the years, it probably gets the the award for being the most resilient state park in the state of Mississippi by far, wouldn't you think? Uh, it definitely has its fun times with all the hurricanes that come. It, people get up, people get upset when you tell them they have to leave for a hurricane and then nothing happens, but then they're really glad when they leave and something does happen. Yeah, ooh, man. Of course, there's a lot of theories about whether the flood controls over in Louisiana have impacted that area a little bit more uh, these days than they used to. And that's, there's probably some truth to that. Eventually, we'll, we'll have a better understanding of that. But, yeah, Buccaneer is a special place. But really, every, just every, just about every one of these is special. But as far as I'm concerned, Paul B. Johnson is has a special place. I, I went to University of Southern Mississippi, so not only did I grow up going there with my family, but when I was at Southern Mississippi, you know, my girlfriend and I would come down from Hattiesburg and, and just enjoy the state park. You see a lot of people doing that, don't you? Yes, sir. There's a lot of Southern Mississippi people that come here and uh, uh, Camp Shelby. Camp Shelby plays a tremendous role here coming to the park um, and locals. We have a large local following of, of people that camp and come to the cabins on a, on a routine basis three and four times a year. They're out here visiting the park for sometimes weeks at a time, but it's typically the the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is a is a normal trip. So you got, you've got the have you added to the number of cabins that you have there over the years, or is it about the same number as it's been for a pretty good while? Well, we have um we have um cottages that we rent out. There's three of those. We have twelve cabins that are uh, two bedrooms, and then we have two duplex cabins that are you rent half the building so they're duplexes so with a large family it lets you have 
two queen beds in one room and two queen beds in another room with a common screened-in porch makes it really nice. Oh, wow. That's good. So do those stay booked up most of the time? We are a very busy park. Yes, sir. I, 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 we, every weekend is a challenge with all the people coming in and out, and we're even busy during the week. Uh, but the, the majority of, of times we are pretty busy on the weekends with campground and cabins. What about the boat traffic? Is it do you have a limit to the number of boats that you have you allow on the on the lake there? We don't have a per se limit. Uh, if it got dangerous, we'd have to stop some boats, but we don't have a a number. But uh, I've never had to close the lake in the last five years for any kind of traffic issues. Now July Fourth is always that wonderful time of year when everybody comes out but there's so many people just anchored and enjoying the lake we our lake is split into a fishing zone and a skiing zone so we're, we're able to handle a larger crowd because people can go to those fishing areas and just anchor and enjoy the day versus the guys that want to ski go counterclockwise on the lake and and gives them some time to ski and not be hindered by the, the traffic, I guess it just keeps flowing. We don't have a traffic issue usually. Yeah, I just again, I have, I have just such a crystal clear memory of of time on that on that lake. Still have that little country store there. Uh, we have some stores outside the park, but none on the park at this time. We're actually trying to decide or find vendors that might be interested in doing something at a later date. Trying to change some things up and make things a little better here on the park. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. So if you think about the kind of things, you know, I know we're going to talk about the fireworks displays and we'll do that in the next, we'll do that in the next uh, segment here in just a second. But um, what's, what's kind of the biggest issue you deal with these days at the park? Traffic and keeping the facility clean and going. It's a, it's a everyday fun field day to, to, keep all the attractions going and keep everybody happy i can only imagine man i tell you one of the things you know if you think about the beach down here people do a good job of keeping the beach clean but every now and then you'll have a group that that won't pay attention and they'll litter and do whatever i'm sure you face the same thing at the park there when we come back we'll continue our conversation with my friend uh, who, uh, Mike Stepp, who's actually an administrator for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks in the park area. He's actually located at Paul B. Johnson State Park. We're going to talk about some upcoming uh, fireworks displays and uh, and some other things that he's involved in. We'll see you after this break. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. The heat is on at Monster Jackson during our sizzling summer sell-down. That's right, all summer long, the temperature is hot, and so are the deals on every Mazda in stock. It's time to transcend the ordinary with a new Mazda CX-5 and CX-9 with 1.9% financing for 36 months. That's right, 1.9% APR for 36 months on 2022 Mazda CX-5s and CX-9s, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your trade, and we'll give you top dollar for it. Come take advantage of these scorching deals, because the heat is on. At Mazda Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Visit our state-of-the-art facility, located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaJackson.com. See you for details with credit like models. Hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going nonstop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind, and head to Pearl River Resort. What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We're talking state parks, and in particular, really, uh, Paul B. Johnson State Park, because the administrator, who's been there about five years, he's been at many other state parks across the state of Mississippi. Mike Stepp, who's joining us today, he's a park administrator for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. One of the things we were talking about during the break is that Highway 49, for so long, I, I would maybe 50, 60 years, really needed to be to be worked on there it was too in some areas it was you know too much slope and and in other areas too many trees and if you look at what's happened to 49 over the last several years as they've continued this construction work um to to make it safer and to make it you know so you can get from jackson to the coast faster uh it's really done well but actually it's, re- it's required them to do a lot of work uh at the entrance to paul b johnson state park what's the status of the situation there now mike uh, luckily, they just got it opened up in front of the park, so now we have a, a new interchange in front of the park. We have an actual turning lane to exit into the park uh, southbound, uh, yeah. which has been needed for years. And they've also uh, cut the hill down so it's a safer transition coming into the park for campers and boaters and that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, cutting the hills down. They cut a lot of hills down, actually, you know, on on that large stretch there. But I bet it's a lot safer now, huh? 
It is. Before all the construction, we had trees on both sides of the median, and it was like you couldn't see, and everybody was just gunning it to get out into the highway. So this is much safer, much better, I think, in my opinion. Very, very good. So, look, Fourth uh, of July is always a busy time there. Tell me about some of the activities coming up on Fourth of July. Uh, we really just let the people come out here and enjoy the park, enjoy the barbecue and cooking. Uh, it is you. We usually drive draw a very large crowd. Um, we 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 count cars as they come in, so I don't have an actual people total, but. We have 125 campsites, we have 19 cabins, we have six pavilions that hold anywhere from 40 to 75 people. All of those will be booked and used on top of the extra three to 4,000 people that show up to watch the fireworks show that occurs at 9 p.m. Uh, it's really a good show. It lasts for about 20 to 22 minutes each year. We have this long production and it's usually pretty good to watch. The stuff that you mentioned at the beginning, the pavilions, et cetera, all that is, is uh, you, you lease out ahead of time. But what about picnic tables and all that? Is that first come, first serve? Uh, the rest of the picnic tables that are not underneath the pavilions are first come, first serve. And it's people everywhere for July the 4th. It's a, it's a good undertaking. I get a lot of help from the local sheriff's department and fire department from Forest County. Uh, AAA ambulance service comes out because there's so many people on the park. It's just a, a good, fun, safe day to, to be at the state park. I saw that Artisan uh, Pyrotechnics from right there in Wiggins is going to be doing the fireworks display. Uh, you guys invest in a pretty substantial uh, fireworks display, don't you? Yes, sir. It's one. Of, it's one of the largest. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know about largest, but it is a a 22 minute show. Is a lot of fireworks. There's over almost 3,000 shells being shot for the show, and um, it's a huge, huge undertaking, and uh, it's quite fun to do. I know you got a, a long list of partners that are involved. It, I mean, it takes it takes a lot to pull off um, a a festive weekend like Fourth of July at a state park. Like, for example, the, Fort, the, the Forest County Board of Supervisors, and et cetera. But it takes, a, it takes a team of people to pull this off, doesn't it? It does. The, the Board of Supervisors has always supported this part very, very easily. If I need anything, they're always helpful to the part. Um, they actually help us with the fireworks display. And then on top of that, they... They let the, the sheriff's department come out and the fire department. The fire department has to be here to meet the fire code for the state fire marshal's office. And plus we have extra volunteers that assist us because we have, we have to direct traffic and clean the restrooms and keep the grounds clean. It's a, it's a busy, fun day. I'm, I'm always ready for the 5th of July. <laughs> I bet you are. I bet you are. There's also some. Uh, there's some uh, fireworks display coming on. Uh, that's going to be going on. Excuse me, at Roosevelt State Park in Morton, Mississippi. Tell me a little bit more about that. Okay, um, I've never gotten to be at at Roosevelt State Park, but uh, uh, they have a good fireworks show also there. They've got a Pilahatchee Pyrotechnics to do their show this year. And uh, they also get a lot of help from their local sheriff's department and fire department. And uh, I think even Morton PD goes out to help them because dealing with that much traffic at one, these parks, my park, I, I have a staff of like 10 people and um, we, we need that extra help. It's hard to do special events without extra assistance and extra help just to, just to direct people where to go. At Roosevelt State Park, there's a bicycle parade at 5, a boat parade at 7, and the fireworks are at 9. So uh, that's Roosevelt State Park in, in Morton, Mississippi. Mike, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. This has been Mike Stepp, the Park Administrator for Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He's coming to us from Paul B. Johnson State Park right outside Hattiesburg. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you very much. Have a great day, and as usual, stay safe, and especially with the heat, stay safe in the outdoors, hopefully to cool down soon. We'll see you. Have a great day, and we'll see you next Monday. Thanks. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.